some of you may be very familiar with the expression we're learning today. This expression is binge watching. This can be a verb to binge watch something. What do you think this means if I binge watch a TV show? Have a think about it and I'll tell you the meaning at the end of the podcast. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture with me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back. Episode 22, already 22. So thank you very much for coming back. Before we get into it today, don't forget that if you want to, if you want to read the transcript of this podcast and you can practice your reading skills and your listening skills, you can head over to my website. So for this podcast, you can go to ewmichael.com forward slash TV, TV. So go to that link and you will find everything I'm saying in writing for this episode. But let's get right into it today. Today I'm going to be responding to a comment from Deb. So Deb has always been a big supporter of the podcast and she comments on almost every episode on my website. Um, So it's always really appreciated, really nice to see that hopefully she's enjoying the podcast. Um, Although this request is from a little while ago, I kind of forgot about it, to be honest. So I'm sorry about that, but hopefully I can still talk about something interesting, both for Deb and for everyone else as well. She asked me if I could talk about some TV series that can help you practice English. So I have made a list of TV shows. Some of them I like, some of them... I don't like. Some of them I've never seen, but I'm going to talk about them and share the pros and the cons of each one today. Before we get started, I should give a disclaimer that I don't watch so many TV shows and also most of the shows I do watch are American shows. So I don't have the best knowledge of British ones, but I can tell you a little bit, hopefully. But of course, I will miss many good shows from this list. This is just the experience from myself and maybe from the people that I asked as well. By the way, the, the phrase TV show, this is quite an American phrase. It's becoming more international. So that's why I'm using it. But usually in the UK, we would say TV program, program. But the term show or maybe series, that's becoming more common, more international. So, okay, how I'm going to do this is I have separated each show based on the genre. So we've got like fantasy, horror, historical, comedy, things like that. I'm going to talk about ones in each category and tell you my thoughts. There'll be advantages, disadvantages. And if any of them sound good to you, I will link them in the show notes for this episode. So again, you can go to the link I mentioned before, my website slash TV, and you can find a link to all of these shows to find out more and see which one might be interesting for you. First genre is fantasy, fantasy. 
many of you can guess what I'm going to say. It's one of the most popular TV shows ever made, maybe even the most popular. So this is, of course, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Most of you, I imagine, will have already seen this, but many of you might be trying to avoid it like I did. It's so popular, everyone talks about it, you don't really want to join them because it's kind of annoying, people always talking about a TV show. So one of the advantages of this show is that there are many different accents from all over the UK and the world. There are like northern accents, there's like Yorkshire, and I think there's probably Scottish and, I don't know, more southern accents, like more standard RP English. So if you want to practice listening to different accents, Game of Thrones might be a good choice. Many of the accents are actually acted, they're fake. So if you listen to the actors' real voices, they're completely different. Maybe some of them are American, they're doing a British accent or something similar. But they sound fairly real in the TV series. So that might be interesting to watch. Of course, this could also be a con, a negative, if you don't want to hear so many accents. But another positive is the exciting storyline. So if the English is not enough to get you hooked and to keep you motivated, hopefully the stories and the drama will keep you hooked and make you want to continue watching. I've got two more cons for this one, which means a negative. One of them is that Perhaps the vocabulary isn't always so useful. Of course, because it's fantasy, they talk about maybe dragons or castles and fighting and things like that. Maybe it's not everyday vocabulary. So keep that in mind when you're watching. The other thing that I found to be quite difficult is the speech is not always so clear, especially when there's like a battle or they're in a busy place. There'll be lots of background sound. And they talk very quickly. So maybe you can't always catch what they're saying. But yeah, that's something to think about, that one. The next one, next genre, I've only got one for this one, is horror survival genre. Horror survival. This is one of my favourite TV shows, although many people don't like it anymore. But this is Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. So this is about zombies and survival and humanity falling apart coming back together i really really love this show but it is an american show so as far as i know they only have american accents often very strong american accents like southern american so it might be something you'd be interested in watching but again if if you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast Maybe you like British, and this is not British, so I'll move on quickly. Next genre is historical. Historical. Now, my favourite historical series is called Vikings. Vikings. So Vikings, these are about these Scandinavian warriors, I guess, from a thousand years ago. Well, over a thousand years ago, and they... It's somewhat historically accurate, and it shows them invading the UK, invading France, exploring even the Mediterranean. 
um, discovering Iceland. So there's all these historical events in this show. Really amazing. However, for English, I would not recommend this one because it doesn't have a good English accent. They are kind of fake, old Scandinavian accents. So they do sound very cool, but maybe they don't sound like British people. One that I would recommend, however, probably you've heard about before, is Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. This is very popular. And I I haven't actually seen this, to be honest, but I've seen some clips. So I kind of know how they speak. So, of course, some words and the ways of speaking can be a little bit old fashioned, outdated. For example, maybe they will say, my lord, <laughs> my lord, meaning my lord. Of course, we don't say that anymore. You know, we don't call anyone my lord. But generally, it's quite good. Many people still talk in this way, and the English is quite posh and standard. It's you know quite good. So I recommend checking out Downton Abbey if you're interested in that kind of British historical kind of drama. The next genre is crime, the crime genre. And I've got two recommendations here. One is one of my favourites, but it's American. Again, that might be a good thing or a bad thing for you. So this is called Dexter. Dexter. I really love Dexter. I've seen it probably three times now. And basically it's about... uh, a police agency in Miami and one of the let's say one of the staff he's also a serial killer so as you can imagine there's lots of drama lots of really good plot lines and stories in there but again it's american if you want to improve your american english and listening i think this would be a good one because There are many kind of very normal situations in there, like going out for a meal, meeting work colleagues, going bowling. And there's a lot of slang and kind of expressions that you could learn from there as well. But now for a British one, another very popular one, Sherlock. Sherlock. So, of course, this is based on Sherlock Holmes, the detective series, the detective stories. Once again, I haven't actually seen it. I think I've seen one episode of Sherlock and it was very good. They've got very good, clear British accents. The the main actor, Sherlock, I think Benedict Cumberbatch, I think is his name. He has a very, very posh and clear British accent. So I recommend you know listening to him and learning from him. But he does speak quite quickly as Sherlock. He does speak quite fast. So maybe this is good for more advanced learners of English. The next category, next genre, is realistic science fiction, or sci-fi for short. So this is basically types of TV shows that include kind of maybe robots or aliens or kind of futuristic aspects. But it's still kind of on this world. It's not 
out in the universe doing crazy things, you know, like Star Wars, it's still on this planet. So it's kind of, you can kind of imagine that it could happen. So I've got two recommendations here. Both of these I have seen. Both of these, probably my favorite on this list, my favorites. The first one is incredibly underrated, in my opinion, which means many people don't know about it. And this is called Humans. Humans. So this is, I think it's set in London. Yes, it's definitely set in London. And generally, the dialogue is not so hard and the accents are quite standard. It's not too posh, it's not too casual, not too slang, because it's made to seem like real British people. They want it to feel like it could be you, you could be in this world. So Humans is set in, I think it's set in modern day London, but the technology is a little bit more advanced because we have human-like robots. Another word for that is AI, artificial intelligence. So they look human, but they are robots. And there becomes many interesting ethical dilemmas, whether we should consider them to be human or objects or things like that. And I won't give any spoilers away, but it does get really, really exciting later on. I think there's three seasons altogether. They're all incredible. And of course, the robots also speak very clearly because, well, they're robots, of course. So their voices and their way of talking should be quite easy to understand. So I highly recommend humans. The next one in this category is Black Mirror. Black Mirror has become very popular all over the world. And this is really, really good. So if you don't know, Black Mirror, every episode is a different story. They're like mini stories or mini movies each episode. And they cover various different topics. Often it's something about technology or the harms or dangers of technology or some kind of problem in society. But they look at it in a really, really clever way that often leaves you thinking maybe for hours or days about what just happened. So if you like a short kind of story every time you watch something and something to make you think deeply, this is a great one to watch. Again, generally it has clear accents. I think there are some characters perhaps from Scotland and Ireland and USA. So there's a mix of accents and it's often realistic dialogue. You know, it's not crazy science fiction situations. Usually it's kind of in the real world, so to speak. I try not to take too long because I think I'll be here forever if I describe each show in detail. So the next category is normal science fiction. I've got one for this one. This is Doctor Who. Very, very, very famous British TV series, Doctor Who. Um, I recommend probably starting from season one, which is the new season one. I think it's the also known as the Ninth Doctor, Ninth Doctor. So this is very hard to describe, but it's basically a guy that travels in time with his companion. Well, actually, now it's a girl. The recent series, it's a woman traveling in time. I haven't seen that, though, so I don't know much about it. But basically, someone traveling in time with their companion, going to different planets, 
different periods of time in history, in the future. And the stories can often be quite complex. It's really entertaining. It's very, very popular with kids and also adults. So maybe it's like a good family series to watch. It has good stories that will get you hooked. That means you cannot stop watching. There are, however, maybe some harder vocabulary and kind of specific science fiction related topics because it's more about time travel and perhaps history and technology, maybe. But generally, it's good with clear accents from London and other areas too. So I highly recommend watching at least one episode of Doctor Who. Of course, I cannot forget to mention comedy. Comedy. I've got two recommendations for the comedy genre. The first one is my favourite, and this is called Peep Show. Peep Show. And this is very funny point of view comedy. So it's filmed from the perspective of their eyes. So you really feel like you're in their situations. And it also feels more awkward as well because you can see what they see. So it's about two guys living in London and it looks at their kind of embarrassing, awkward and hilarious situations. And it highlights many aspects of British culture. You know, it's not like that fake Downton Abbey stuff. It's like real life living in London The situations can be very normal, like it might just be very simple stuff like hosting a party, going to work, going shopping. But of course, it's often exaggerated for the comedy. So it's not super normal, but at the same time, it's very normal, if that makes sense. But I recommend checking this out if you're interested to see what living in a small flat in London might be like. The next one I'll briefly talk about is the IT crowd the IT crowd. I haven't seen this for a long time, but I remember it being very funny. So there are many good British accents and one of the main characters also has quite, I think it's a fairly strong Irish accent, if I remember. There's two accents there. And they're kind of funny situations about working in an IT computer department in a company. It's a little bit more outlandish compared to Peep Show. So the comedy is a bit more obscure and strange, but it's still fairly normal and real. So that might be a funny one to watch. I've got two more genres to get to now. The penultimate one, that means second to last, uh, is game shows. Game shows. So these might be good for you. If you don't really care about the story, you just want to see people talking, having fun, discussing political issues or news stories or funny things like that. The first two here are kind of adult. So maybe there will be some adult themes and perhaps it's not always appropriate for children. The first one is Would I Lie to You? Would I Lie to You? This is a really funny game show where the panellists, the guests, who are usually... British celebrities and comedians, they are given a story to tell and the other guests have to guess, have to work out if the story is real or a lie. So it's like a game show based on lies and deception. 
it's really funny and sometimes very clever the way that they kind of hide their lies. There are many accents on this show. Of course, it depends on the guests. The guests will change each time. Although I think the host of this show has a Welsh accent. So there's a new accent for you to practice. Accent of Wales. Perhaps the humour is a little bit easier to get compared to many game shows since it is about the stories they tell and it's not about topical knowledge of British news or British culture. So perhaps the humour is not so hard. The next one is a bit less organised compared to the first one. This is 8 out of 10 cats. Again, I haven't watched it in a while, but as far as I remember, celebrity guests come on each time. They discuss opinions, um, perhaps news stories, kind of things like that. And it can get very funny, very crazy sometimes. So I recommend this one, kind of similar to the first one in some ways. The final one here I highly recommend is called QI. It's just the letters QI. I think it stands for quite interesting. This is a panel show that has different guests each time. And it discusses interesting facts, like really interesting facts about history and different topics like that. The first host was Stephen Fry, who is the most quintessentially British person that you will meet or you will find. He has a really kind of strong and traditional British accent and he's very nice to listen to. Very intelligent man. Now he has left and he has been replaced by Sandy Toxvig, who also has a very good British accent. Really kind of almost upper class British. Although she is from Denmark, so she's not a native speaker, but I think her English is better than mine. So don't let that, you know, stop you from watching. So this is really good if you want to get smarter while you practice your English. Highly recommend. The final genre today, before I stop talking, is real stuff. These are real situations about different topics. I've only got three for this one. Two of them I don't like, one of them I love. The first one, if you love cars and driving and funny British banter, that means like British jokes, then you will love Top Gear. Top Gear. This is a very popular show in the UK, all about driving cars and weird car challenges and things like that. I don't really care about cars, to be honest. So there's probably lots of car-related vocab in here. So if you like cars, of course you should watch this one. The next one, because I think many people like watching more kind of medical stuff and real-life situations about people. This is called Embarrassing Bodies. Embarrassing Bodies. So if you like kind of disgusting medical stuff, maybe this is for you. I haven't really seen this, but I have to admit, I have seen a few videos on YouTube because you just can't avoid clicking these titles sometimes. And it, people might have problems with their bodies or medical issues. They come to see the doctor and they try to fix it together, basically. 
So watch this one if you have a strong stomach, I guess. The final one, last but not least, is Planet Earth documentaries. Or basically any nature documentary with David Attenborough. So David Attenborough is a narrator and he has a very nice British accent. And just a really, really nice voice. Like I could listen to him speak for hours. The dialogue is usually quite simple in these documentaries because they're just describing what you're seeing. So it's not usually too hard. It might be a good start for beginners as well. But regardless of your level, just watch it anyway if you haven't seen it because it's really amazing and also important to see how beautiful and diverse our planet is and nature. It's really amazing to see. Okay, so there's a fairly long list. Remember, I will link everything in the show notes, ewmichael.com slash tv. There'll be a link to everything. I will also put another link to another website that has 82 British TV shows that can help you. And this is someone who I admire a lot. This is Lindsay Does Languages. So she has a really amazing website and podcast and all things like that about learning languages and teaching. So she's really great. And she's made a blog post with many different TV shows that you might also like as well. So just to summarize, my highest recommended one on this list is Humans. Highly recommend Humans. It's really good. Of course, it depends on what kind of genre you like. If you're not interested in kind of AI and that kind of stuff, maybe it's not for you. But that is my number one choice on this list. This podcast is running a little bit long, so I think I'll end it here. But thank you very much for watching. Don't forget, if you want to contact me, if you have any questions or requests for future podcast episodes, feel free to contact me. You can do so by going to ewmichael.com forward slash podcast. Thank you very much and I will see you next week. Bye bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening. At the beginning of the podcast, I asked if you knew what binge watching meant. If you binge watch something, that means you watch something again and again and again. You keep watching something because you're kind of addicted and you cannot stop watching. So if you've ever had one of those days where you lie in bed and you watch TV all day, then you are binge watching. Have you done this before? I know that I have. 